Hello, everyone. This is Rick with the Cyber Pro Podcast, where industry leaders share their insights. It's five questions in nine minutes because hackers never sleep. Question number one, who are you and what do you do? Hi, Rick. I'm Paulo Shakarian. I'm the CEO and co-founder of CyberCon, and I lead a company that is taking machine learning and using it to predict the activities of malicious hackers for our clients. Wonderful. I'm excited for this. I work in machine learning areas as well, and I think it's a great way to just have good conversations about security in general. So question number two, what's the best thing about being a cyber professional? Well, I really think the best thing is the people. You know, within my team, uh, I have the pleasure of every day working with people who are focused on really interesting and uh, uh, high-end projects, everything from machine learning to uh, interacting with chief security officers who are out there on the front lines. And every day I learn something new, and that's probably the best part of this job. Question number three. A lot of the people I'm talking to say that cybersecurity is a top concern. What does that mean to you? Well, in my view, cybersecurity is all about risk mitigation. At the end of the day, you know, if there's a hacker out there who really wants to attack you, and if they're willing to put in a lot of time, effort, and money to do so, they will likely be successful. The trick really is, is how do we mitigate those risks? How do we make it very costly for hackers and avoid, you know, the threats that are most likely to hit an organization? So I really, you know, tend to think of things in terms of risk mitigation. So speaking of risk mitigation, I'm, I'm going to ask a, you know, an adjacent question and an extra question here. What do you think are maybe one or two of the top attack vectors that malicious actors are using that people should be able to identify for risk mitigation? Yeah, I would say top of my list would be known software vulnerabilities that are likely to be exploited by hackers. What we have seen over about the past uh, three, four years is there's been an explosion in vulnerability disclosures. The uh, NIST has allowed an expansive number of numbering authorities. There's about 2,000 vulnerabilities disclosed every month. As a result, hackers, they don't make zero days as much as they used to. They look to exploit known vulnerabilities that people are overlooking, and they're doing things like hitting low and medium NIST vulnerabilities that are often not patched. So, you know, really from a risk mitigation standpoint, really the key is, is can we identify those vulnerabilities that hackers are likely to exploit and focus on them first? You should try to fix everything, but at the end of the day, you need to mitigate those risks that hackers are likely to target first. And I think that's really important for risk mitigation. I appreciate that response, especially because the buzzword, even in, in, in where I'm at, is, is zero day. But people forget that zero days are hard to build. <laughs> I mean, it's just hard to handle that. So I appreciate that response. I think, I think that's very insightful for the, the folks that are out there. Question number four, what piece of insight do you want to share with the other cyber experts? Well, I think, you know, really... Uh, you know, one thing I, I think is sort of a pet peeve of mine is 
as a cybersecurity professional, I think you're kind of mandated to be innovative. Uh, you know, you started out the podcast, Hackers Never Sleep. The opposition is constantly looking for new ways to be successful. And I think us as cybersecurity professionals need to adopt a similar mindset. What are the most cutting edge technologies? What are the emerging attack vectors? How do I get ahead of that and be more proactive? Uh, and that's my message to other uh, professionals in the industry. What do you think are the key functions of using machine learning and AI for cybersecurity? Uh, you know, what, what are you doing with it? What, what do you think people need to understand about that? Well, I think, you know, what we're doing with it um, is, I think, kind of the beginnings of, of where it's going to go. You know, there's a, a lot of intelligence out there and there's a lot of software vulnerabilities. Um, and when intelligence comes in, traditionally, there's no correlation to does this kind of intelligence actually indicate uh, if there's going to be an attack. At Syracon, we are not only collecting intelligence, we are collecting actual attack information. The machine learning is what's correlating the two. So now your analysts are not overwhelmed with all kinds of bogus alerts. Everything that they have is telling them, hey, focus on this vulnerability because hackers are likely to do it based on what the machine learning algorithm saw previously. I think that kind of thing is really where machine learning is going to help. It's, I don't think it's ever going to replace the analyst, but when you consider things like OT, cloud, containerization, digital transformation in general, uh, human analysts aren't going to scale to these problems going forward and are going to need help. And machine learning is a great way to do that. That is probably one of the, the, the most succinct ways I've heard of using machine learning today. So, so thank you for that. Question number five, fifth question, even though you've had a couple more. So, so uh, this is my favorite question just because it makes me smile. What is your favorite piece of retro technology that makes you smile? So, you know, I saw this on the list and I got to go with uh, the Laser 128 computer. This, this was one of the very few clones of the Apple II that came out in the mid 80s little known that they existed, uh, sported a, a whopping 128 kilobytes of main memory, uh, five and a quarter inch floppy disk, and an adapter to connect to your uh, television to use that as a monitor. Oh, and it was portable because it had a little handle on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I did not know that. I will be doing some research today. Thank you so much for that. You did it. Five questions in nine minutes. Thank you so much for being on. It was awesome having you here. Everyone needs to keep looking at our, our uh, sorry, our episodes and, and taking our insights from our professionals at the CyberPro Podcast. My name is Rick Mishka. Stay awesome, my friends, and thank you so much.